you shouldn't rely on just, you know, bumping into people who you can have those types of conversations with. You need to put yourself in the situation where those people are to, you know, get to know them and get them to be a part of your life. And the things that we both, I think, talk about online, on Twitter, uh, having this podcast even helps us attract those types of big thinking people. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creatives. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Femke. And I am your other host. And my name is Charlie. Today we're going to be talking about surrounding yourself with good people. And this topic actually came about from something you tweeted, Fem. You tweeted, pro tip, surround yourself with people who push you to be your best self. I have and it's the best thing I've done. And we had Jenny reply and say that she'd like to hear more about this on the show, about how you're doing it and, you know, how you get to the situation and what it means for you. So we thought it'd be good to talk about today because I too feel like I have a really good group of people around me who support me and and push myself to to improve my projects and improve my, what I'm doing, I even think bigger with my goals too. So this will be a good chat, I think. How has your week been though, before we get into that? I'm having a pretty productive week. This morning I got up and wrote 1,200 words in an hour Amazing. for an article. So I'm feeling pretty stoked about that because it's not often that that happens for me and that I really get into that writing flow and that groove so I'm pretty happy with that that feels really good and I've also decided that I am going to take a little bit of a break from publishing my articles over the Christmas period just sort of as a time to refocus and give myself a bit of time to plan ahead for the new year and I'm pretty sure we're about to do an episode soon on goals for the new year so I'm sure I'll be talking more about that in the episode, but I'm feeling feeling pretty good, feeling pretty confident about some of my decisions that I'm making to wrap up the end of the year. So overall, a, a pretty good week so far. That's awesome. Your keyboard must be on fire after all that writing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is totally on fire. But I found this new writing tool. It's called Typora. And oh, I've never heard of it. I usually just write in Google Docs, like that's always what I've written in, but I thought I'd give like a writing tool a chance to see if that really helps eliminate other distractions. Uh, and well, I wrote 1200 words. So whether it's the writing tool or maybe I had a good night's sleep, I'm not sure, but it's it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, we'll put a link to that in the show notes, how about, because I want to check that out too. Yeah, totally. How's your week? Because I know you are getting busy with it coming towards the end of the year and lots of deadlines coming up. How are you juggling everything? Are you feeling okay? I am definitely not sleeping as much as I should. I've got an alarm clock. The app I use tells you how many hours it is until your wake up time when you set it. And if the time says more than six hours, I'm like, oh yeah, solid night's sleep. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> so that's a sign of how little I'm sleeping at the moment. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things coming up, deadlines happening. I think it was last week we were talking about saying no and I was talking about this project with Adobe. Uh, quick update on that. It's still sort of in talks with them. They seem to think that there'll be enough time. And I don't know, this might be going against everything we talked about last week, but I think I'm going to say yes to it if they agree, A, to pay me on time, because there seems to have been some, uh, you know, contention around that. They want to mm -hmm. pay me 30 days after the first video goes live, of course, as most companies do. 
And also if they agree that I do get my full two weeks that I've said I need to produce the content, even if that'll take it us up to past Christmas and it's a Christmas theme, I don't understand why they want to do this, but yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of negotiation. Yeah, man, it's exhausting. I think this is why some people have like managers to deal with this. But for me, this <laughs> happens like maybe like twice a year that I'm needing to have these talks. So it's not really worth it for me. Anyway, there's just a lot of things and a lot of... I don't know, it's stressful, but I'm still really enjoying what I'm doing. So that's good, because I think when you're stressed and also in a negative headspace, that's just not, not healthy. But I'm still doing doing okay. Like, I'm, I've still got my spirits up, so that, that's what we need. Yeah, at least the work that you're doing is enjoyable and fulfilling and not like, you know, some draining, dumb project that you just can't wait to be over, you know? Exactly, exactly. So to kick this episode off, I suppose I should talk a little bit about the context of the tweet that I did that sort of started this whole inspiration to do this episode. And I wrote this tweet when I came back from the States when we recently went to the conference. And I'd gone to the conference and I'd surrounded myself like for like three full on days with really awesome and inspiring people. And then after that, I went to... Denver as a stopover on my way back to Amsterdam and I met up with this uh, really really cool guy and we had a really long chat he showed me around the city and everything and we had a really long chat just about some of the things that he was struggling with some of the things that I was struggling with and basically we were sort of giving advice to each other and trying to help each other out and that sort of summed up the whole trip for me because I got home thinking like, man, it's it's really powerful when you surround yourself with people who believe in you and who have the power to uplift you and support you in what you're doing. Because I feel like that's pretty uncommon. That's quite rare. Up until recently, like you, Charlie, were basically the only person that I felt like I could talk to about what I was doing because I felt like nobody else really gets it. You know, most yeah. of my friends do the nine to five and they get married and things like that, and they're comfortable. They're they're really happy with their lives, uh, but you know they don't really get what I'm doing because I'm not doing the you know the quote unquote status quo. So I guess I realized that suddenly I had surrounded myself with these people who who get it, and it was just such a such a cool feeling. And now I feel so grateful to have those people that I can turn to at any time to to talk to and to get advice. So. Yeah, I guess it was just a moment of realization for me about how special that is. I have a question for you. The guy you met up with in Denver, had you hung out before or was it like an, an online friend that you were meeting for the no, first time? No, this, I had literally put on Twitter that I was going to be in Denver for like six hours as a layover and asked if anybody wanted to hang out. And uh, yeah, he, he reached out and so he showed me around the city, which was super cool. I should, I should mention his name. It's Karen and I'll link to him in the show notes because he's a very, very sweet Australian guy who's living in Denver and he's doing similar things. He's, uh, you know, writing for his newsletter and wanting to start his own agency and things like that. So he's got some really great content out there and, you know, like me, he's sort of still in the beginning stages trying to figure it all out and wondering what will work and what won't work. So, yeah, we had a we had a really good conversation together about the similar struggles that we were facing. That's what I love about the Internet. Yeah, you know, it's, it's so cool, right? It is so cool. I wouldn't know you without the Internet even. I forget that sometimes. Even though we lived in the same city. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. 
just like you, I feel like I too have this group of super supportive people in my life. Most of them are probably the same people <laughs> that you have because a lot of them we know through the Sean Wes community is, is how we met them. This bunch of really great people who, you know, are all, all aiming for stuff and they've got these bigger goals in mind and you can just jump right in and have like a deep conversation about things you're struggling with with mm-hmm. them, which isn't. I'm just going to say normal, but you know, what's normal, but it's not common. Let's say that it's not common in everyday life to meet people who, you know, you can have those conversations with. And the point I'm getting at here is you shouldn't rely on just, you know, bumping into people who you can have those types of conversations with. You need to put yourself in the situation where those people are to, you know, get to know them and get them to be a part of your life. And, the things that we both, I think, talk about online, on Twitter, uh, having this podcast even helps us attract those types of big thinking people. And obviously being part of the Sean Wes community, a lot of people in there are also, you know, working hard towards their own thing and trying to make something of themselves and dream big. So knowing those people is so special and that would not happen without the internet. If it weren't for the internet, I don't know if I would be as ambitious and as driven as I am because I wouldn't have seen what all these other people are doing and, and be inspired by that and have the encouragement to to move forward with my own things too. Just a little love note to the internet there. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I'm interested to know how important is it for you to be surrounded by those people? And secondly, how do you find those people? Because I bet there's a lot of people listening who want to make those connections with others that are in similar mindset but aren't sure like how how to find them or where to find them do you have any advice for that yeah okay so first part of your question how important is it it's so important I don't think that every single person in your life has to be on the exact same wavelength as you because I think that that can lead to uh you like sort of burying your head in the sand a little bit you know and being a bit closed-minded when everyone thinks the exact same I don't, I don't think that's healthy. It's good to have a mix of different people in your life. And so I sort of have in my life people who are really close friends and who I absolutely love hanging out with. We get along great, you know, can talk about them, anything with them, but maybe they're not got side projects, you know, and, and thinking is big and aiming towards stuff as much as we are. But that doesn't mean that they're not important in my life, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um you know, because they, they help me in other ways and they're really good for my mental health and make me happy. And then there's people who are hardworking and ambitious and can help me out with, with that side of things. So what was your question? I did not answer your question at all, did no, I? No, yeah, you are. <laughs> Basically just what's the value in surrounding yourself with yeah. those people? Yeah, it's so valuable. And, and I think what I'm trying to say is you need to think about what you need and what's going to fulfill you and make you happy and look for that in in other people Um, and also what you can give to other people as well. I hope that, you know, when people, my friends like me, (laughs) uh, you know, and that I make make their their lives better too by being in it and that I can help inspire people and give them advice when they need it. You know, it it goes both ways and I think that's, it's really healthy to to have that and basically positivity is key. They don't have to be you know, super successful or super motivated or, you know, have a lot of knowledge to share with me. Even just having positive people around you can be so, so important uh, for your mindset and for keeping things going. Yeah, I I think it's good, like what you said at the start there about 
having you know different different types of relationships with people and having you know friends that may not necessarily like have side projects and understand what you're doing but it's of course still good to have those groups of people like you don't want 100% of your connection to be to just only be those people who you know uplift you quote unquote like like you I have uh, really close friends from high school actually we're still really close friends uh, but you know they do the nine to five uh, which there's nothing wrong with that they're really fulfilled with in what they do there so that's really awesome for them but you know it's good to get those different perspectives from from those people around you because if you're only surrounding yourself with people on your same wavelength I think yeah like you said that can cause you to become a little bit close-minded but uh, I mean, my friends are still really supportive of what I do, just in a different way. Like I wouldn't necessarily go to those friends for advice, uh, but like for example, they subscribe to my newsletter, and Cute. they've said to me, like, honestly, Fem, we don't really understand what you're talking about in it, but we just want to support you, and we love reading it anyway. <laughs> See, that's the key. That's the key right there. You've, yeah. you've hit the nail on the head. It's support. It's not that everyone in your life has to be able to offer you all this advice and you know that you learn from them and have a super deep conversation every single time you talk to them. That's that's not the point. The point is that you need to fill your life with people who support you and are happy for you when you succeed and do well and who are there to, I don't know, lend an ear even when, when things aren't going so well. Even if they can't give you the solution or the advice or anything, they're just there for you. And that's what's super important. I think that People who are not supportive of your goals don't really deserve to be in your life. And that's harsh and that's hard, but it's the truth. It's really hard to achieve things when you've got people in your life who don't want that for you, you know? So have you ever had to cut someone out of your life because they haven't been supportive of what you're doing? It's never been something so dramatic as cutting out of my life, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's just people that I tend to gravitate more towards because they are supportive. You know, there's there's more acquaintances who don't get it and don't care and might even tease me about, you know, working so hard and getting up early, things like that. I just don't bother with those people. Like, I just don't even think of them, you know. It's, it's not that I've cut them from my life. It's just that I just can't bring myself to care. Oh, my God, I sound like such a bitch. <laughs> But do you know what I mean, though? It's true. Yeah, I mean, I've done the same thing. Like, this is probably a terrible example, but it's the only one that's really coming to my mind. Sure. Uh, is that, like, the majority of my close high school friends are still Facebook friends with, like, everyone from our high school year group. Yeah. Uh, and I was as well until maybe, like, two or three years ago. I just started, like, unfriending all of them because I mean we're not really friends and like all I'm seeing is photos of them in Thailand or whatever and like I got to the point where I guess I stopped caring which yeah sounds a little harsh but also I was like how is this benefiting me and my life like I I don't need to sit here consuming photos of their vacation I don't really talk to them or know them they're not really contributing in any way of making my life better except for maybe entertainment if you wanted to look at it that way but like it's a really poor example but it's the only one I can think of of where I was literally just like cut like I'm just going to delete you as a friend because what what's the point like it's not it's not fulfilling or helping me grow or or achieve anything or it's not like they're supporting me in what I'm doing we're just arbitrary Facebook friends 
so that we could stalk each other. Yeah, exactly. I can't remember the exact number or the exact quote. This is starting off as a great sentence, isn't it? But there's something about you can only have a finite number of relationships in your life yes. that you can that your brain can like physically process and hold on to. And so it's just not worth taking up space with people who you don't really care about and who don't really care about you. Like it's not that there's animosity or anything like that. You know, it's not dramatic that you've had a falling out or anything. It's just that they're just people and you don't really care about them. So you might as well uh, not have them in your life so that you can make room for another relationship that might be a lot better. Yeah, I definitely do spend more time fostering the relationships with people who I do really admire and who do really sort of get what I get what I do. Uh, like, I mean, obviously my really close friends since childhood and stuff, they're always going to be there. Uh, but if I if I find that I have a connection with someone and that maybe we could help each other in some way, maybe we have similar mindset, then, uh, you know, I'll put a lot more effort into fostering that relationship compared to, I don't know, some random person that I met at a meetup and maybe the only thing we have in common is that we're both designers, for example, you know? Yeah, I do know. And this is a good point, actually, about you don't have to be friends with everyone and have a really great connection with everyone. Mm -hmm. Even within the Sean Weiss community, which is just chock-a-block full of amazing people, there is always going to be more some a certain group of people that you connect more with. Like maybe they're doing a similar thing to you. Maybe you just, I don't know, you just get them as a person and they just, you know, click with you better. I definitely have that within the community that I don't even know how many hundreds of people are in there, but there's definitely a, a smaller group of people who are like, I'm closer to, if that makes sense. And they'll, they'll know who they are if they're listening to this podcast. Probably if they're listening to this podcast, they're one of those people. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> you know, but that's okay. You don't have to uh, overload yourself with, with relationships, even though I'm sure every single person in there could be valuable to me in some way and I'm sure I could offer value to them. It's just too hard to keep up with. So I, I think that a smaller select group uh, of of really valuable and awesome people is is really good good to have and better to focus on than uh, trying to be friends with everyone and you know get value from everyone. So it sounds like for you the the place that you've managed to make these relationships has been a community. Would you say that's true? Is is there any other way that you've made these relationships? I think definitely online as well. You know, online connections, people who you just talk with on Twitter and it it's like a slow building, slower building than in the community. I feel like in the community we can jump right into having deeper discussions because that's what everyone's there for and that's what everyone expects and knows what they're getting into. On Twitter, I've met a lot of great people too, though. It just takes longer, you know. There's more of like a easing into it, I suppose. But I, I definitely would recommend finding a community of people who do what you want to do or, you know, that, that you can learn from. Because it's a space that is created for people like that. You're not just hoping to bump into someone there, like like you probably are on Twitter. You know, you don't. There's not like a select place you can go to find the people who are on your wavelength and who have the same mindset as you. But in a community, you can. And so, how has your life changed since surrounding yourself with those people? Because for me, I feel like since I've surrounded myself with those people. I feel much more confident about what I can achieve. You know, those people 
give me confidence and they support me and encourage me to do things. I also feel like I can make better decisions because I've got someone or, or a group of people that I can go to for advice and, you know, they understand the background and the context well. Like those kind of things have really helped me and I don't feel like I'm, you know, wandering around in the dark trying to figure everything out by myself. I really feel like I have a supportive group of people that I can go to for advice and help. So, I mean, what about you? What is it? brought for you the same really I think it's a sense that you're not alone in this and that yes it's your own thing it's your own project and you're doing the work yourself but you've got this support group of people who are there to give advice like you said and there to even just bounce ideas off or talk things through with you along the way is is so valuable because it it means that even if it's just sense checking, you know, it's a decision you'd already made, but maybe you're unsure about it. Talking about it with someone else can help you become more sure about it and, like you said, more confident in, in what you're doing. So I think it's been the same for me, that it's really helped me, first of all, learn and also gain confidence and definitely thinking bigger. I wrote a blog post on this after the uh, Sean Wiz conference that I think we'd mentioned in our episode about that conference, but I would not be dreaming is big if it weren't for all the amazing people that I know now and you know following their work has helped me see bigger things for myself in a way which I really like. Yeah I think that's that's really awesome and I've had similar benefits which is cool. So we asked out on Twitter as always and we got some really good responses so we asked Having good people around you is so important for working towards your goals. Have you ever had to cut unsupportive people from your life? And Kyle says, yes, but I wouldn't call them unsupportive, more like emotionally damaging. They kill creativity like the zoo killed Harambe. 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 Oh, God, I'm terrible. (laughs) That's going to be super relevant if someone's listening to this in years to come. (laughs) But, yeah, that's the thing. It's not that sometimes people aren't unsupportive and like actively, you know, saying, no, you can't do that. But if they're taking up mental space and emotional space that is damaging, you know, the attention and the drive you can put towards your projects, that's definitely a problem. And it's hard to recognize. But yeah, well done, Kyle, for for recognizing it and taking action. Yeah, I think there can be people that are unsupportive and silent, which yep. like is kind of okay. And then there's people who can be unsupportive and loud, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. they can be emotionally damaging and talk you out, try and talk you out of things and always put you down. That I think is definitely a negative energy that you probably don't want to surround yourself with. So yeah, I'd I'd recommend like trying to put a distance between you and that person if there is someone who's like verbally you know trying to put you down that's obviously not cool yeah that negativity is is such a big one for me I find it so hard to be around people who are just negative about everything in life you know oh yeah yeah they've always got something to complain about there's always something wrong and they never do anything about it that's just exhausting for me and When it's a really good friend, obviously I'm going to be there for them no matter what. But, you know, when there's some people who are on the periphery and you're not really going to lose anything in life by not hanging out with them anymore. I'm sorry, but I mean, they've got to go because it's emotionally draining to, you know, be that negative all the time. 
So it's better to have people who are much more positive influences. Uh, Renata sounds like she has this. She says, I usually have nothing but support in all I do. I think I've done a good job of keeping positive people in my life. So well done. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. Lauren says, no, she hasn't cut anyone out yet, but feels like it's something she needs to do in order to move forward. So that's tough. I'm sorry that this is happening, Lauren. And yeah, I hope that you can have the courage, I guess, because it does take a lot of courage to to cut someone from your life. And I don't think it has to be super dramatic unless it's like, you know, someone that you are really close with and that you have to let go, that it's just not working. That that's that's really tough. But otherwise, I think that it can be like you can just phase them out rather than making a big cut. I think that might be easier. Yeah, it sucks when there's someone who's kind of holding you back and you don't know what to do about it. It's especially like if that person is really, really close to you. Maybe it's a family member. Mm. That can be a really difficult situation. So depending on how close you are with the person, you know. I guess you've got two options. You can cut them out or if there's someone like a family member or a really close friend, maybe the the better thing to do is sit down with them and actually have a real conversation about it and find out why they're not supportive and maybe try and reason with them a little bit and explain why it's important to you that they be supportive and you know, they, who knows, they might come on board after they actually hear from you how important it is to you and what you're actually doing. Like maybe they're just making assumptions right now about what you're doing because they don't really know. Just, that's such a good point. Just a suggestion. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. It's up, It's important that you take the time to give people a chance, I think. You should never just, I don't know, cut someone out for no reason. Mm-hmm. Explain to them what you're aiming for and why you care about it so much and why you're, you know, working so hard and... And why you'd rather stay at home on your computer than go, you know, out and party or whatever it is, you know, that they're confused about. Explain it to them. And if they truly love you and support you, then that that will help and they'll get it. And if not, well, you tried. <laughs> yeah, like I have some close friends that don't understand why I get up at 6am, but they're still really supportive about it because they understand why I do it, you know. So Yeah, that's what I mean too. You don't have to have everyone in your life is the exact same as you and they all get up at 6am and work on things. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not important. I mean, it's good to have a few people like that who you can go to for like, the, you know, the deep advice to move forward with your business and things like that. But yeah, having people who support you and they can accept that you do that but not do it themselves, that's good too. Daniel said, of course, I've had to cut people out. You have people who are in your life who are mean a lot and can't support you and you can't keep that negativity around. Agreed. Yeah totally agree Nina says I find that many of the unsupportive people don't have a full understanding or have misconceptions of the end goal Uh, I've had a family member tell me you can't make much money by making pretty pictures which was their perception of what being a designer was this is what we're just talking about right people might have might misunderstand so this is a really good chance for you to explain to them what designers which will come in handy you know, further down the line when you're dealing with clients who perhaps don't get the value of design or whatever. So good practice for that. But yeah, try explain things to them because maybe it's a lack of understanding rather than a lack of actual support. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. So I was uh, really interested by all these, you know, people who had either cut or not cut people out of their life. So I asked, how important is it to you to surround yourself with people who are encouraging and help you achieve your goals and 
Kyle says, very important. It helps keep me motivated. And sometimes I find it difficult to find those like-minded individuals. Nani said that as well, that it's crucial, but I struggle to find people who have aligning goals so I can develop an inspiring and encouraging relationship with. And this is true. Sometimes these people are hard to find. We've found a lot in the community, right? But I have a piece of advice here, actually, if I can share it. Yeah, go for it. Go look at the people who follow at Design Life FM on Twitter. Those are people, right, who are going to be thinking the same way as you. They listen to this show and they're interested in what we're talking about. The people who join in our conversations every week when we're tweeting about the upcoming topic. Those are the people to follow on Twitter and to start forming a relationship with. Yeah, I think that's that's awesome advice. The the people who listen to our podcast, there's there's so many very creative and very inspiring listeners of our show. And so I I totally agree. Like go and follow those people and surround yourself by them because you're all super encouraging and super motivated. So I think you're all great to surround yourself with. Yeah. And you can cut this bit out if you don't want me to talk about it yet. But coming up next year, we're going to make it even easier for you to connect with these people, right? That's probably all I'll say for now. But you should follow the newsletter because that'll be people on the newsletter list will be the first ones to find out about that yes have i said too much Ben? no it's a good okay. secret yeah head to designlife.fm slash newsletter is that the url yeah okay and you'll you'll be one of the first people to hear about that when when we launch it so shh for now <laughs> uh, and michael says it's very important to surround yourself with those encouraging people because it's easy to get in a bad mindset with people who aren't encouraging so it's better to be with those who see the best in you that's a really nice note to end on I think it is all about mindset and the people you're with do have a huge impact on your mindset and you know your your mood I guess and the way way you're thinking about things and the way you're thinking about your goals so look for people who can put you in a positive mindset and an inspiring inspiring mindset you know what I mean a motivated mindset yeah motivated mindset that's the way to look at it look for people who have that positive impact rather than who exhaust you yeah and remember like especially with the internet uh it's it's a choice as to whether you want to keep yourself surrounded by negativity and what I mean by that is that if all that's coming up on your feed is negativity then like unfollow and block those people you know, like you kind of have a choice as to how to curate what you're consuming almost. I mean, there's ads and things that you can't get rid of. But for the most part, it's kind of up to you who you connect with and who you follow and which communities you join. So, you know, don't don't take that lightly. Make sure that you find those people and surround yourself with those people that can uplift you and that are encouraging because they do exist. And I promise that once you do that, you'll really see the benefit. That's awesome piece of last advice, I think. Good chat, Pam. Yeah, this was a fun one. I liked it. Yeah. Remember, please, if there's anything that you see either of us tweeting about or any follow-up questions that you have from these episodes, it can spark a great discussion like this. So thank you, Jenny, for reaching out about this this topic. We're on Twitter at DesignLifeFM, and we're always keen to hear about what you're struggling with or just what you'd be interested in hearing us talk about. And if you want to keep hearing more episodes, you can find us on iTunes on Design Life or any of your podcasting apps that you use. Just search Design Life or you can find our website, which is designlife.fm. Make sure you subscribe to that newsletter as well. 
we'll tell you about every new episode coming out every Monday as well as the secret things like we talked about coming next year yes very exciting stuff good chat fam I'll see you next week see you next week bye bye bye